Alright, hello everyone and welcome back to episode 4 of Zillennial Archives. I'm here with Emily today. Emily, say hi. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, wow, episode 4. Yeah, we're moving right I'm along. Us. Me this too. This is the longest we've ever stuck with something. <laughs> <laughs> but what's today's topic gonna be? Today's topic is high school. So, it's a very vague topic. And I think both of us are interpreting it a little bit differently. So this should be interesting. I don't think, because <laughs> we talked about this before we started recording, um, because there's plenty, plenty, and plenty of story times from high school that are traumatizing, but hilarious and weird. Um, but we decided not to go the story time route. So we're just going to talk about high school in general. Yeah. And I guess kind of what we learn into our adult lives and what we took from it. Okay, so if you guys are new here or you're not familiar with us, we went to high school together, so we, you know, share that experience. But obviously, we have different high school experiences. So, Elise, from your perspective, what was your high school experience like, and can you describe it to everyone? (laughs) Traumatizing. Okay. Um. Okay. In what ways? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, so your high school experience was traumatizing. Um, I think it was for you too. <laughs> yes, honestly, my high school experience was not good, and it didn't really. Really? Okay. Uh... Besides all of the negatives, it seemed pretty popping from my perspective. <laughs> okay, I think it was really fifty-fifty. Like half of it was actually like traumatizing, and not even in a funny way. <laughs> No. Even though I'm laughing. It was like a, laugh like a I'm awkward. way. Yeah, like it was really bad. But then there were obviously yeah. some fun parts that mm-hmm. I miss and I think about sometimes. But okay, I guess it evened out to it was okay. What about you, okay. Emily? <laughs> Would um, you say it was overall good or bad? Or somewhere in the middle? Good. Good? Good, yeah. I actually was speaking with one of our friends about this when she was out here visiting me and we were hanging out with my group of friends and we were just basically doing an overview of our high school experience and my two friends were saying how you know it was terrible they didn't like it blah 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 blah. and then our friend our mutual friend and and I were like oh my god we loved high school it was amazing it was such a great experience and it really like opened my eyes to the fact that like everyone I feel like most people do have really traumatizing or non- not good high school experiences but I'm very grateful because I personally did have a good experience and I I really liked high school yeah Yeah, there were definitely parts of it I liked a lot but yeah like I said kind of evened out to eh. (laughs) it yeah so one out of ten one out of ten I would give it like a four okay I can see that for you yeah what is your rating ten no, no, that that would be really it's really sad. If that was sad. Um, I would say maybe like an eight. Oh, okay. Like seven, eight. Like maybe like seven point eight. Okay. Yeah, that's like good. High sevens. Yeah. I'm very glad you weren't traumatized from high school. No. No, I wasn't. Yeah. Really, I mean, I was more so traumatized by your trauma. <laughs> I think that was like that was the extent of my high school trauma was um experiencing 
trauma through your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you learned that from my lot. trauma. And it was scary, guys. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe we could do another episode of story times. Yeah. Um, maybe. Like high school exposed. <laughs> you described that very vaguely. Can you go more to depth of what your high school experience looked like? Yeah, okay. so I guess overall, my high school experience, I was always labeled an underachiever, first off. People Who labeled you as that? Every teacher told me that if I put my mind to it, I would be super smart and succeed. But I never did because I had undiagnosed ADHD. But that's another story. <laughs> then my friends um, and everything going on wasn't really the most supportive group in general. Definitely a few stuck through that I love to this day. But overall, it was just not a healthy friend group which I think is true for a lot of people in high school, just having like definitely like toxic, toxic friendships and like toxic uh-huh. discussions. And then I also was like in a not so great relationship. So that added to it as well. But uh-huh. in terms of like having fun in high school, I did have like fun times with those friends a lot of the time. And I did a lot of really cool things and I was involved in some okay activities that were fun at times <laughs> cheerleading but <laughs> yeah guys Elise was a high school cheerleader yeah you find her um what's it called Friday night lights <laughs> yep, that's me uh actually I was such a bad cheerleader though I would not you were yeah because I refused to say any of the words that they wanted us to say so I would just Why? mouth them so when you were on the field you were literally just lip wording like lip syncing yeah wow you're fake (laughs) (laughs) yep so that told you about how much I enjoyed that but yeah what about you what did your high school experience look like overall I okay so I would categorize myself as a floater and that's my perspective though so I don't actually know if it's true or not so tell us about what you experienced as a floater (laughs) When you were floating around. Okay, so my perspective, a floater is someone who, you know, floats around and who can like morph from group to group and who has friends, who is friends with like different types of groups. Um, So it is like an all-encompassing experience, but it also, there's some downfalls of it because I guess I always envied like people like you that had a set group because, you know, it's nice to have like a home base, if that makes sense. And, you know, a group that's always there for you, a group to always hang out with, a group to do events with. Like, I never really had that. So I was always, like, the tag along to your group. Like, whenever we had homecoming or, like, just, like, events, I was, like, the tag along friend, you know? Mm. So that yeah, was my downfall with me. And, like, sometimes I would be kind of sad about it. Like, oh, I don't have a set group. But then I also really appreciated being a floater because, like, I could be friends with, like, different types of people. And, you know, it's good for networking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Like, I could be friends with the druggies I could be friends with the AP students I could be friends with young life kids I could be friends with the cheerleaders the athletes the popular kids it was just you know all over the place but I wouldn't take it back I I liked it obviously I had a good experience in high school yeah maybe floating around left you to not be traumatized maybe that's the maybe that's the key (laughs) that's the key guys if you are in high school now try your hardest to be a floater um I don't know 
I also, I don't know if that's necessarily the answer to it all, but I think it's also maybe your personality type. Because mm. you're a very nice person. <laughs> you're like very nice. And I feel like you don't like in high school, especially you didn't really say much. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. What do you mean? Like in terms of like. In terms of maybe mean? like sticking up. Yeah. Being oh yeah. No, or, like, I was a complete complete pushover as much of a pushover as you could possibly be that's what I was and I would never say a mean thing about anybody or ever like stick up for myself or anyone else either but another thing too is like that's why a lot of people loved you because I had a lot of enemies (laughs) yeah I honestly though like you can't trust the people that everyone loves like I didn't trust myself (laughs) Dude, I trusted you. What do you mean? No. That well, yes and no. It's like I should have been sticking up for myself. And there definitely were times I should have been sticking up for other people. And I was a trustworthy oh. person. Yeah. And yeah, it's not to say like, oh, I shouldn't have been trusted. You definitely should have. I was a trustworthy person. That was more of a joke. Yeah. But okay, okay. It led to me being traumatized because I was right. pushed around very easily and manipulated oh. and oh. People took yeah. advantage of my kindness. And yes. now I'm evil. But Emily doesn't <laughs> think so. No, I'll always see you as a little angel in my mind. <laughs> okay. Um, as someone who has grown up with enemies my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm the villain in this friendship. Emily's personally. the villain. Um, but yeah, I I'm gonna talk about your point how you said you were an underachiever. I was an overachiever yeah and it was really intense (laughs) (laughs) guys it was really intense I was an AP student Mm -hmm. I was in court dude I can't even list the amount of things I did in high school because that's how overachiever I was so I'm just gonna go ahead and like name a few things but there's guys there's literally a whole on list and I can go on and on and on but I'm only gonna say like the main things so in terms of like clubs and stuff I did in school well, I guess they're all related to school. But anyways, um, chorus. Love chorus because I love singing, guys. Um, I did Molly UN. I did debate club. I did French club. Uh, I played varsity tennis. I did track and field. I did rugby, but that was, like, not, not like, associated with our high school. Um, yeah, I did a lot. It was a lot, guys. So that was my high school experience. I was a tryhard, overachiever, floater person with a lot of enemies yeah it sounds like it (laughs) yeah I was a chronic underachiever with no enemies (laughs) um that didn't really do well I actually did have a lot of stuff I was doing I was also model UN but I didn't try (laughs) I was an AP art yeah (laughs) what else that's about it cheerleading mm. I think that's all but yeah chronic yeah, so we were opposite to track <laughs> yeah I basically because Elise became my bestie junior year yeah so that sums that up so what did you learn in high school or since high school Elise okay so the main thing that I would say that I learned in high school is trust your intuition and no one else's opinion should matter unless you want to be exactly like them. And oh. yeah, oh. 
Yeah, yeah, there we go. That That's a really a hard good hitter. One. Hard that hitter. That was a hard hitter. So basically, I think we kind of already talked about how I was a pushover and I would I was a people pleaser and I would literally try and make every single person happy besides mm-hmm. myself and I would take advice from mm-hmm. everyone oh, about really? what to do, where to go, anything. I just had really So like you weren't your own person? Um I I think I would I wouldn't say it got to that point, but I think that I just hurt myself trying to be uh, be what other people wanted, if that makes sense, and make other people happy. And I let people treat me very poorly because of it. And I let their opinions influence what I wanted when I should have just really listened to what I wanted, which mm-hmm. um, was a hard thing to unlearn. But that mm-hmm. was my biggest thing that I think I learned from high school is don't take advice from people that you don't look at them and you're like, okay, I want to be like you. Like you should not be taking advice from anybody besides people you want to be like or yourself. And that's not to say like be dense and like don't take criticism, but there's some people that are just going to lead you down the wrong path sometimes and you don't want to listen to them. So (laughs) yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. The main thing I learned from high school is that guys listen up. Nothing really matters. (laughs) Um, So because I was such an overachiever and I was such a try hard, like school was my world mm-hmm. and I literally thought every little thing that I did in school mattered so much because that is what I was brainwashed to think regarding society and our teachers like our teachers would brainwash us well at least my teachers did and I really did was receptive to the information like oh my god these are the most important years of your life oh my god every like your grade that you get matters it's gonna get sent to your colleges oh like everyone should get into an ivy league like it's gonna change your life like I was so brainwashed into thinking that every little thing matters. So that's why I was in all those sports and I was in all those clubs and I did all the AP classes and I spent hours and hours doing homework and I did all nighters. And I like, was like, so into networking. Like I was just a little crazy person. And then after I was a little girl boss and maybe I still am, but not to that extent. (laughs) And after like getting into college and looking at it now, I'm like, damn, that little girl was so stressed all the time. Like I did have an amazing experience and I was really having fun, but I was also so stressed out all the time. And I literally would pull all-nighters all the time. And that's not healthy. Like Mm. why is little 16 year old me getting one hour of sleep a night? That's not okay. Oh my gosh. Okay, no, that's dramatic. That was like once in a while on essays we do. I would get like yeah. one to three hours of sleep. But anyways, and so in reality, nothing really matters. Like you will get into college. You will, everything will work out in the end. Yeah. Obviously think- to an extent, because I don't want to say like, oh, don't care about anything. And then, you know, your life will work out perfectly. Obviously you want to like have a good head on your shoulders and try, but you don't have to try that hard. That's my personal take on it. No, I think that's, actually really funny because I did not have that experience at all in high school and I ended up turning out fine (laughs) I did not try hard at all I actually did probably the opposite of all the things that you just said and everything worked out so (laughs) exactly yeah that's it 
that's it. But we also had different goals. Yeah. And we still do. Yeah, no, I just never, I never really cared that much about my grades or school or anything like that. And I, oh, I almost wish I cared a little bit more because I think I could have done a lot better and I'm not mm-hmm. really proud of how hard I tried, but mm-hmm. the way that I kind of like justify it looking back is like, I mean, turned out fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's my takeaway. Um, so since high school, I learned a lot. Like, I think in hindsight, college are your most formative years in terms of like personal growth and figuring out who you are, because I have so much to say about this topic. What is something that you've learned since high school, since graduating and like starting your college career? Something that I learned from high school is that you should not seek uh, validation from your relationships, whether it's boyfriend girlfriend or even a friendship and Uh that how important being independent is and being able to make your own decisions and not listen to anyone else's opinions that really kind of ties into the first thing that I said about what I learned from high school but since high school I've learned just how important it is to be independent and Uh to have like your own thoughts because at the end of the day the person that you're always going to be stuck with is yourself. So uh-huh. make yourself happy before anything or anyone else. That's a really good one. Yes. That's a really good Thank one. You. Really like <laughs> Thank that. you. Because I personally didn't have that experience because I didn't. I had a little bling boyfriend thing, but that wasn't like a high school relationship like you had. Yeah. Um, so I'd never had that personal experience, but that's a really great point because a lot of people do end up um going into college and still dating their high school sweetheart and um that's a great point to bring up you want to have your own you want to grow as an individual and you don't want to like you know yes whatever you said it's really important I think and I don't think a lot of people talk about that because they sound like they're hating in a way maybe I do sound like a hater but no you don't (laughs) just coming from experience like of being in a relationship for the last two years of high school and then a year and a half after it it really took a lot away from me because I wasn't really living for myself and then looking back on it it's just I don't want to say regret it but that's something that I I will never do again (laughs) that's just the beauty of life yes exactly. you look back on the past and you hopefully will learn from it one of my obvious points is since high school, freedom is a really mm, big thing. True. So I had a little bit of a different college experience than you because I went away for school. And so it was like, for me personally, it was just very, very, very like liberating. I was already kind of an independent person because my parents never grounded me or gave me curfews or like... <laughs> made me do my homework like they never were like that they were very hands-off and kind of just let me do whatever I want like float around and do my own thing so I always had freedom so experiencing freedom in the way of like literally moving six hours from home and like living in my own little like dorm room with my own bathroom and like different friends and I was in charge of what I ate for breakfast lunch dinner it was just a whole nother ballpark on its own so the freedom thing was really like big one for me and I experienced like the beauty and the stress and 
everything that came with making your own school schedule. Like I was obsessed with that because in <laughs> high school, you, you know, you go to school at like 730 in the morning, you end at what, like 145 two. you yeah. have your like sports practice clubs, all this stuff. But in college, you could be like, oh, I want, I only want to go to school Thursday and Friday at nighttime. And so I can party Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it's just like, you really, really have freedom. You can do it how you want. You yeah. can even skip class if you want. <laughs> and um, I thought that was kind of amazing and crazy. Also, uh, I mean, both of us have been working since we were legally allowed to. Actually, mm-hmm. I worked before I was legally allowed to because I like babysat. Yeah, um, I so did we've that always, too. We've always had like, quote unquote, financial freedom. You know, like we had extra dollars to spare. So we would spend it on like dumb dumb stuff mm-hmm. in high school so we always had like financial freedom so that wasn't really anything new um and then obviously responsibility my responsibility did go up in the sense that like I needed to be um conscious of my schedule conscious of passing my classes and just being responsible in general um living away from home that's the freedom point that I wanted to talk about okay so um, what's another lesson you learned give us some words okay. of wisdom Okay, another lesson I learned since high school was that community is important. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but I'm, I'll explain. So my freshman year, I went to a university and I did not mesh well with the student population, meaning like I was just, the culture and the vibe of the school was just not it for me. And so it left me feeling very like isolated. And also it is a transitionary period. So it's always going to be a little bit rocky but I didn't have a sense of community at my school. And it was a really, really large university. Um, There's like Mm. thousands and thousands of students. So maybe that made it a little bit harder too. I had a hard time finding my footing um, because when people, you know, start off in college, a lot of people join sororities or frats or like clubs, stuff like that. And I couldn't, I I didn't want to join Greek life. That was like a no for me. Um, I couldn't find a club that I wanted to stick with because like I just couldn't vibe with um, some of the clubs and one <laughs> club I actually cried because I felt like an outsider. What club? It's really funny. Um, it was a board game club. Was, <laughs> yeah, because guys, I love board games. Wait, <laughs> why did they this? not like you? No, dude. Okay, story time. <laughs> no, I remember this so vividly because I remember telling Michaela like, I love board games and then Michaela and I were talking about how our school had a board game club and I was like I'm gonna join and she was like okay have fun so I remember I was like bye Michaela I'm going to the board board game meeting and she's like okay have fun tell me how it is and so like I left and so I was so excited guys I freaking love board games and I wanted to play like Catan and like Monopoly and all this like stuff and like learn new ones like dorky ones and then I showed up at the time and place that it said on the flyer and like there was a couple people because I showed up early because I'm always Mm -hmm. early and there was a couple people sitting at a table um and then like they had board games so obviously that was like the the people that I need to go to so there was no one there except for them so like I went up and I said hi um and then like obviously I showed up early so we were just waiting for more people to show up so I was just like standing around just like waiting for them to show up so everyone slowly shows up but it's very very clear to me that they all know each other and they're all comfortable with one another and I'm not trying to um 
talk down <laughs> on these people because <laughs> that's not the case at all but they were very like dorky like you can <laughs> tell you know what I mean I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Like, they're very dorky and they're like I just would not their cup of tea because like there's me and my like high heels and like <laughs> why are you wearing high heels I wore heels every day in college because I liked it girl boss. like booties not like stilettos I would wear like booties okay and I looked like a little like cute um like puppy little girl boss yeah and so like that doesn't fit with their um typical um board game member and so I remember like they started showing up slowly and they all were very clearly friends with each other and very close and I remember that they like they like knew I was there because I introduced myself and I was like hi I'm here for the board game thing and then like everyone like was showing up and then they like picked up all the board games and like they moved to like a different side of the cafeteria but they did it in a way where it was like kind of clear that they were trying to like get away from me and like oh um, my god yeah and so then they all just like because like the board game meeting was supposed to be at that table but then they like kind of I don't know they like got up and like <gasps> walked away from me and it just isn't like you know like I'm not crazy like I knew they were trying to like leave me out and they like they didn't want me there <laughs> and then I cried myself I cried oh my on my walk god. home because they like walked away from me and they like all left to go to the other side of like the it was like a um what's it called food hall thing and they like all left and then like I um walked home and I cried and then I like and then I walked in the door and I was like oh what happened um to like your board game meeting and then I cried and told her and then we laughed about it till this day because <laughs> I felt like I got bullied wait <laughs> I feel like I got real- bullied by dorks the real question is, why did they put up a flyer if they didn't want random people yeah, to come? Like, I know. I don't, like, I don't, I don't know what it was like from their perspective. All I know is that I felt, like, <laughs> really bad about myself, and I cried. I'm so sorry. You did it's not deserve okay. that, but that is really funny. It's a character-building moment. <laughs> Honestly, you were traumatized by the board game member. Yeah, so basically, in general, my freshman year of college, I did not have a community, and I did not feel like that school was for me, and so I ended up transferring to a different school where I did find a community, and it was for me, so that that lesson I learned was that community is really important in terms of, like, feeling grounded and feeling, like, happy and connected. It's really important to feel connected with your surroundings, and I just was very disconnected. Yeah, I definitely think that's important. Um, I also think it's important. Did you find people to play board games with? Um, you know what? I never, I never did in my life. Yeah, you know, I've always wanted to play Catan, but um, I don't know anyone who would ever play Catan with me. So, oh, well, what else did you learn then, from your perspective, guys? Like I said, college is really your formative years. I really learned so much. There's going to be another podcast episode where we go more into depth about this. So I'm only going to talk about it for like one minute. Literally the day that I moved out into my new dorm room, into my new university, I learned that the world is a much bigger place than the bubble that we grew up in because we grew up in a very, very, very sheltered environment. And that I also... I'm like kind of sad about sometimes like it was just way too sheltered for my own liking now that I look back on it and so me going to college 
me going away to college and me going to such a diverse school, my world expanded tremendously in a very fast mm-hmm. amount of time. Yeah. And then in that experience, I learned and I realized that there's other people like me because growing up in our high school and in our community, there weren't people like me or with similar backgrounds to me. So it was very hard for me to relate to people on that sense. So I could start, so basically I started meeting people with um, similar backgrounds, similar life experiences. So it was very eye-opening, like, wow, like I'm not alone. Like there's people who experience the same things as me. And yeah, so basically the world's a much bigger place and it's important to get out of where you grew up in order to become a well-rounded person. Um, Not to backtrack, but um, this kind of goes to your point that you said previously, but another thing that I learned was you should really take your education seriously. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about like college more so in this sense, like not (laughs) high school, but you should take your education seriously, meaning you shouldn't skip class guys. I'm sorry. I just got to say it. Like skipping class really does play a role into how much you're learning. And also (laughs) if you break it down, like each college class is probably around $200. So every time that you're not going to class, you're flushing $200 down the drain, which is really sick to me. So that was my motivation to like get up and go. Like, obviously there's some days where I was like so tired or I feel like it and I didn't go, but it didn't make it a habit um also like me (laughs) also um you can take your education seriously but like I said it's about balance um you can have fun and be crazy because I was crazy and fun well I don't know if I was fun but I was definitely crazy (laughs) in college okay so another thing is um this plays into the world is bigger than you think it is um I guess in high school you know, those are the people that you've grown up around and been around basically since kindergarten. Cause mm-hmm. you know, that's our school system was pretty much like kindergarten through senior year. Like there weren't ever multiple schools except for elementary, but that didn't really count, you know, cause we were so little. Um, yeah. So there's really, so basically your social life really expands, at least mine did. And so in college, so I guess I never really thought about it like that, but I did have high school best friends. But I guess like when you go to college, you start, you continue to accumulate even more best friends. And so I have a few best friends from college that like play a big role in my life now. And I really love them so much. And I just think that's really great too, that you can continue to make really meaningful, special relationships with people, even after high school, even after, um, you know, these people that you've known like your whole life, you can still build new friendships and stuff like that um I guess the last thing that I wanted to say which also we can go more to depth in another episode is um the biggest one for me is like privilege um mm-hmm. I I really because we grew up so sheltered like we had nothing to compare our own personal experiences with so going to college you meet a lot of people from different backgrounds and who have different who have access to different opportunities than you and then you really realize how privileged you are and how there's other people more privileged than you how there's people less privileged than you and you just learn about like the whole topic and idea of privilege in general like we were extremely extremely privileged because there were some people in high school whose um, parents didn't pay for their college there were people who 
probably who had like um who couldn't even spell like literally there was like people who could not like you know spell or like speak properly um and it's just the world is so big guys like ugh. Yeah. I don't want to go into depth about that either because like it, it's just a lot but yeah, um I learned that I was privileged yes. yeah I learned that I was privileged so yeah I mean it's that's kind of goes back into the other thing you said like getting out of your house and just realizing like oh the world is so big and that is something mm-hmm. that's very important because when you're in high school every little thing seems so important and it's really mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not at all <laughs> exactly like it's such a big deal that like katie ignored you on wednesday like that's yeah. like the end of the, your world in reality it's or they didn't literally text doesn't matter. you back yeah I didn't text you back you didn't get or you never had party. your first test oh but everyone gosh. in your friend group had yeah no none of it matters at all okay um so how have you grown since high school that's a very I feel like I personally am a completely different person like if I, think I so too. like I can't even like I wouldn't even know where to start answering that question because I don't think I even relate to the person that I used to be in high school kind of because like what I just said about in the beginning about being a pushover I am like the complete opposite of that now basically just independence I think the number one thing that I have grown and learned since then and the biggest thing that's changed about myself is my confidence and mm-hmm. that is definitely the number one thing because without that I don't think I would have been able to accomplish any of the other things I've ever accomplished so becoming more confident changed my life I would say <laughs> what about you um for me similar take I definitely am more mature which you know is only natural not everyone matures after high school though which is really scary but most <laughs> people do that's true so I am definitely more mature um, I remember like in high school, middle school, I feel like I was really untrustworthy and I feel like I was a really, really, really big gossiper. Not in like, I knew people who were worse gossipers than me, but I know that I for sure did gossip in middle school and high school and it wasn't good because I remember um, sometimes my friends wouldn't want to like confide in me and tell me their secrets and that made me feel like bad. But now since high school, I have matured and your secrets <laughs> oh, just becoming like just maturity in general besides gossiping like I just am a more mature person um I'm more independent um because you know life in general growing up college teaches you independence and to be more confident and I guess the biggest way that I've grown since high school is um I'm very appreciative and I practice gratitude because I don't think I, I didn't really practice gratitude or appreciation until maybe towards end of college because Mm. everything was always handed to me on like a silver platter. And then up until like me expanding my world knowledge and becoming a well-rounded person is when I really realized like, wow, my, I'm really grateful for my life. I'm very appreciative of my parents and the opportunities opportunities that I have and so for me it's practicing gratitude and I really do practice gratitude like every day now I really sit that's cheesy that sounds I really sit down every day and think about all the things that I'm like so grateful for and it's very simple 
the simple things in life yes that's true I think I I do that too but not I, I didn't really think about the fact that I don't think I like you I you never really realize how grateful or how good of a situation you were in in high school until you left it and then I look back and I'm like oh my gosh we are so lucky that sums it up that sums that up I believe good old high school it's it's good to look back on but I don't want to do it again yeah so to sum it up high school is you know a unique experience for everyone Mm -hmm. um it's still I wouldn't say it's a like the biggest portion of your life but it does play a role in maybe your life path yeah um and you will learn a lot in high school but just know that nothing really truly matters obviously you still want to apply yourself you still want to have fun and be well-rounded but just be more mindful of how much you're doing or how little you are um, mm-hmm. And then most of your growth does take place after high school. So that's my takeaway from it. And, you know, I have grown a lot, obviously, and so have you. And that's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah, I think high school, we can look back on it and laugh. And But at the end of the day, most of the stuff we learn is past it. So mm-hmm. to the future. And with that, I think we're good. Okay, it's time for our favorite part of the episode. Time for our favorite part of the episode. I said, okay, well, I usually go first, so you can go first this week. All right, I'll start off with my first favorite, which is a food item. I love all food, not equally, but I do love food. So, the first thing I'm going to talk about is this brand of kimchi that I am literally obsessed with and I eat a jar of wheat, a jar of it a week, which may you maybe are like, okay, that's disgusting. (laughs) that's disgusting (laughs) but I had to include it because honestly I'm just obsessed with it and I don't know there's nothing else at this current time that I'm just as obsessed with so it's mother-in-law's kimchi do with that what you will if you like pickled stuff try it out Emily I know you don't but kimchi I love it okay Mm -hmm. favorite number two is something that Emily and I both have multiple of. Um, and that would be my MEJ clip. And that would be um, something that I use every single day. And I'm obsessed with it. I use it. mine every day. Yeah. I think the quality is really great, but it is kind of a bummer because my cherry one, all my gems are like falling out now. <gasps> but I literally use it every single day. So I don't really blame it on MEJ themselves because I could probably glue them back in, but it changed my life. And I think it's a very, very high quality claw clip. That's my opinion. I I think it's a very high quality, but I think it's overpriced. But I would buy another one if it was really cute. There was a really cute heart one that was coming out that I kind of wanted, but we'll see about that. My third favorite is going to be a song. And this is a song that I found in the episode of Euphoria last week, which we talked about in the last podcast episode. But it's going to be Haunted by Laura Les, which is like, what is that type of pop music even called? I don't even know. It's It's hyper pop. Hyper pop. 
hyper pop yeah yeah so it's not something i would ever listen to but something about that song just really gets me hyped and makes my day brighter when i'm driving into work and i'm not so happy i just listen to it and people that drive by me probably think i'm going crazy but i love it <laughs> i love that song and i've listened to it way too many times and it'll probably be on my spotify wrapped i'm kind of worried though we'll see what happens <laughs> i'll update you next year I, I really like it too like when lexi was like on her bike listening to the song i was like wow this is a banger I immediately added it to my spotify yeah and for me i think i haven't listened to it like you have but it definitely is gonna go on my workout playlist because it's a Ooh. song that i would like run to like that sounds yes. like an amazing workout song a hundred percent i that's a good use for it for sure so okay emily what are your top three of the week um i only have two this um, week my first one i did a spontaneous sephora haul and i picked up the milk makeup lip and cheek cream blush stick in the shade quickie and it was referred to me by my friend because she had really really she had on like a really really pretty blush and so she was like, oh, yeah, it's like some it's the milk makeup blush stick and the shade quickie. It's like this really, really vivid, dark purple color. But Ooh. like, don't be scared of it. You should try it out because we have similar complexions. Her and I have similar skin tone. And so when I was in Sephora, I stopped by and I actually um, swatched it. And it, it looks really scary because it's like such a it's like a dark, dark berry slash maroon color. Um, but because my skin is so like tan and dark and olive tony um it doesn't come out that way it's like basically like a wine stain almost and it's Ooh. so pretty so I wouldn't recommend for paler folks but if you have <laughs> a similar complexion to me I highly recommend it's such a pretty like berry flushed wholesome blush color oh it's so good so this was out of my comfort zone, but it really did change my perspective on blush colors. So thank you and shout out to my friend. Yeah. Also, another thing too, I didn't really think I liked milk makeup and I still don't know either because <laughs> I used to try their primers and oh, I hated yeah. all of the primers. Like I hated them all. So I never used anything else from them and I never did. But this blush stick is really good and it smells really good too. So if you guys are looking for a cream blush, maybe check out Milk. My second favorite is a book. It's called Half the Sky, Turning Oppression into Opportunity for Women by Nicholas Kristoff and Cheryl Wudun. Wow, and that sounds, sounds serious. So and sad. <laughs> it sounds very serious and sad, guys. But hey, you got to keep yourself informed. You got to keep your knowledge ever expanding this book is amazing. I really, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of nonfiction, but I typically don't lean towards them. But this was on my like to read list for years and years now. And I finally got around to it. And this book is really so amazing. And I'm learning so much. Like I, I get excited to read it every night because I'm learning so many horrible, horrible things. Not that I like learning horrible things, but it's oh good my to keep yourself like informed. But the book is about how um, women are basically not equal in this world and the horrors that women face in the world mm. and coming from like a developed country and coming from such a privileged life that we come from, 
it's really eye-opening to read this book because you learn about a multitude of different topics from sex trafficking, rape, religion, um, mortality rates in mothers, in um, pregnant women, I mean, and even more. Like, I'm only a little bit halfway through the book, but I really, truly, highly, highly, highly recommend that everyone in the world read it, even men. Mm. Like, men need to read this book, too. Just because you keep sending me, like, the little clips of it. Oh, yeah. And Every I time am I read shocked. a chapter, I send Elise um, a little, like, summary of the I'll chapter that shocked. I read that night. You say women and men. It's, like, definitely women need to read that, too, because I had no idea about some of the stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I literally strongly stand by my statement. Everyone needs to read this book because the whole purpose of why they wrote it. So Nicholas Kristoff and Cheryl Wudan, they're a couple. And I do, I believe they have like a, a journalism background um, and they have written or either worked for the New York Times. So they do have like that investigative journalism background. But the whole point of them writing this book was to inform developed countries of what is going on in developing countries or in because like it's very easy to turn a blind eye to a lot of the world's problems um mm-hmm. so they wrote it for people like you and me who yeah. are very privileged and grew up in a developed country who knew nothing about it like obviously we know women are not equal in this world women go through many hardships blah blah blah, blah. but these are anecdotal stories horrifying stories about how women are treated unequally in society it's disgusting. It is appalling. Yeah. And as not to be all as, depressing. No, as depressing <laughs> as it may sound, like it's important to educate yourself. So that's a good yeah. thing to include on a favorites because it really does open your eyes. And even if it's not the most like lighthearted thing, it is kind of enlightening, I guess. It's important. Yes, it's, it's important. important. It's important to inform yourself for sure mm-hmm. yeah i think that includes our favorites for the week so mm-hmm. thank you guys again for tuning in and if you stuck through with us through the whole thing let us know your favorite for the week actually yeah hey no one's engaging with our instagram you guys need to start engaging yeah. and if you don't follow us already please do yes um we do. appreciate the support and that's where you'll find um, you know, a mood board slash latest updates on the podcast, and you could leave whatever comments you want. Yeah, so we would love to talk to comments. you guys. I mean, hate comments are fine too if you really hate us. Okay, that's I don't fine. Really care. Yeah, at least we're <laughs> fun of those. All right, well, we'll talk to you next week, guys. Okay, bye. bye.